that's not a negative thing to say I'm sacrificing my time, I'm sacrificing my life, I'm sacrificing certain things in order to to raise my kids, in order to put them in the best situations, et cetera. That's not like I, I don't just, I don't I, think it's a global statement to say sacrifice is negative. Sacrifice is necessary. Blessings, blessings, beautiful people. Welcome back for another episode of the Will of the World podcast. I am your host, Justin Darrell Williams, accompanied by my now co-host, Vivian <laughs> Nixon Williams. Um, welcome back. Thanks. I I'm going to have a full transparency moment right now. <laughs> full transparency. <laughs> yes. We just had a domestic moment. <laughs> no, it was We not. have all of 45 minutes before the kids get up from their nap. So we have to do this right now. And I'm going to keep it real all the time. He just irritated me. <laughs> and the, the sooner I get that off my chest, the better this is going to be for us. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's it? <sighs> yeah, you just think you know everything sometimes. You know? <laughs> no. Yeah, you just want to tell me no. what to do. No. You do. I'm not your minion. No, no. I'm not I, your minion. In my defense, I do not feel as though I know everything, nor do I feel as though I, I can tell you what to do. What I do feel my purpose is in your life is to point things out that may help to uh, give you a different perspective or shed light on something that you may not even be thinking about, or you may not be aware of. I understand that. Yeah. So that's, that's what I do. That's I, what I'm here for. Yes. And you have always offered a different perspective in my life, which I appreciate. And sometimes I don't appreciate it. And in this moment, I felt like you didn't understand my position and how sometimes I withhold things to protect myself. So if I don't address something, maybe it's because it's painful and pain often comes from love. So if you in turn say, put love into the universe, I say things or don't say things because my love is so deep. That's what just happened. So I didn't appreciate that moment because I didn't need that. I needed maybe a hug. Okay. This is this is good. <laughs> that's, this is that's, good. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say okay. Because you disagree. Yeah, uh, because I feel as though rightfully so, but you are extremely sensitive within that. And I think that you can be reactive. And in that moment. I don't feel like your reaction was warranted to me saying, put love into the universe. But if you know that I'm very sensitive about this one thing, that's maybe not the issue to press, press with me. And, you know, I feel as though me saying put love into the universe could possibly help you within that situation. But do I? Do you what? Put love into the universe. Yes, but in that moment... And I just Not so much. and I just explained to you 
I wasn't being negative. I just wasn't being forthcoming. I didn't. I didn't. That's the, and that's the thing. That's the. That's where the miscommunication can live. You interpret something a different way than I say it. Me saying put love into the universe is not me telling you that you're being negative in this moment. Okay. It's just me saying lead with love. Just like when we watch um, This Is It, Michael Jackson, right? Mm -hmm. And he's like, he has the corrections for the for the band, for the dancers, et cetera. And he always said, I say this with love. I say this with love. It, this is interesting. This is interesting. Because this is what I say to you oftentimes about when you come with a constructive criticism or an adjustment or maybe even a repercussion. I feel that oftentimes you will address an issue maybe when it's not the right time or maybe, you know, for example, if we've been gone and our kids were with a babysitter and something happened with Shiloh. And the next morning, the first thing you say to Shiloh is, I heard like, no, you can say, good morning, honey, something, something. And then say, listen, we talked to Alexia and she said that last night you did X, Y, and Z. So it's interesting that you will say that to me, but in turn, I have the exact struggle with you. I think I think those are different situations. So if we if we're talking about reprimanding, then for me it's always important to be in real time. But we like, weren't in real time. That wasn't in real time. But I I don't even I know what you're talking about, but that didn't, that isn't even how that happened. Shiloh was doing the most before I came into the room, and I said shy shy blah 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 blah. You said you could have at least said good morning. Mm, no. Mm. No. Okay. And that was a nice assuage. Like, I like how you did that. But that's <laughs> no. not what happened. Okay. No. Okay. But I love you. Anyway, I'm glad I got that off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> we can pod now. Oh we, oh, we kicked it off strong. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. Too hot for TV. Too hot for TV. Well, welcome back. Thank you. And thank you for inviting me to co-host with you. Yeah, it's um I think it's important. I think it's important. So for for the listeners and the viewers, uh the new format will look as such Miss Vivian Nicole Williams. AKA AKA Vivian Nixon Williams. Uh she will join us on the Will of the World podcast on a weekly basis. And there will also be another episode that airs weekly with another guest. And then there will be another episode that airs weekly where it will be me solo dolo. And that those episodes with me solo will probably probably be more geared more towards like entrepreneurship, film, photography, etc. Uh, things along those lines. Uh, but our episodes would be more introspective. Okay. And why did you invite me to come be a part of this with you? I think that one, you know, we're building together. So that's pretty cool and we can do it in, in many different uh, arenas. And also we have polarizing perspectives at times. <laughs> and I think it's good to to offer both sides of, or different sides rather, 
mm-hmm. on anything and everything, you know, versus me sitting here and being like, this is how I, 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 I feel. I, 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 you know. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, y'all remember I was talking about them vocals <laughs> on episode two. Uh, but yeah, and it's a good time. It is. And a bonus answer, it's low-key therapeutic. Yeah. Even the way this episode kicked off, mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't have been handled with so much grace and so quickly without the camera and the microphone. I wonder why. <laughs> no, I wonder why. You're always pointing the finger. This is your accountability buddy. This Sony, these people. Ooh. Yeah, come on. Pointing ah, the finger. Come on, talk see, about your accountability buddy. See, it's so interesting. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, wee, wee, wee. And you'd be like, okay. Uh huh. I see. That's okay. all good, though. Okay. I'll bear it on my shoulders. I'm bear it on my shoulders today. And it's actually, it kind of segues nicely into like, you know, what we wanted to come here and talk about today. The clip that I recently posted with Nikki Giovanni and James Baldwin. Mm-hmm. So for those who uh, don't follow me on Instagram, first of all, shame on you. And... <laughs> <laughs> For those who do and may know what I'm talking about, I recently posted a clip where Nikki Giovanni and James Baldwin were sitting down, uh, essentially talking about how as a black man in a relationship with a black woman, the black woman wants some of the, uh, I'm going to just say, I'm going to say fakeness. Some of the fakeness that the black man may give in the real world but doesn't bring home. Everybody's jiving, but let's jive on that level. If I love you, I can't lie to you. Of course you can lie to me, and you will. If you love me and you're going off with Maddie someplace, you're lying to me. Because what the hell do I care about the truth? I care if you're there. What Billy Holiday say, hush now, don't explain. All right, I accept that. Of course, of All course right, you lie to me, because I don't even want to care. What, what does the truth matter? And why are you going to be truthful with me when you lie to everybody else? You lied when you smiled at that cracker down the job, right? Lie to me, smile. Treat me the same way you would treat him. I can't treat you, you the must. way I treat him. You must. Because I've caught the I've caught the frowns and the anger. He's happy with you. Of course he doesn't know you're unhappy. You grin at him all day long. You come home and I catch hell. Because I love you, I get least of you. I get I get the very minimum. And I'm saying, you know, fake it with me. Is that too much of the black woman to ask of the black man? So, for example, if I, as a black man, go out into the real world not feeling great, down, depressed, uh, whatever the case may be, just not in the best spirits, when I'm either at work or when I'm meeting someone or greeting someone, I may put on this facade, uh, me smiling, just the whole personality and charisma, I'll turn it on, and I don't want to do that. But when I come home, uh, I I don't do any of that at all, and I just allow my true feelings to to show and thrive, and I don't give any of that energy to my significant other. And Nikki was saying that essentially we we have to do that. We have to come home and be able to turn on that same switch that we turn on for the world, for our loved ones as well, and. 
I personally disagree. Um, for the most part, I understand it a little bit, but I I disagree because I feel as though it's important to be able to be vulnerable, um, share your true feelings, share your true self. I think it's important for home to be the safe space and even a place of refuge. And I think that the lines the lines can get a bit blurry when you feel like you have to bring some of that outside energy and facade into your safe space. That's kind of where I stand. But I know you disagree. I don't disagree. I mean, I and I cherish that I'm your safe place and I love that you're authentically yourself with me. However, and it even happens within these walls. We could be sitting and I could be, you know, babe, how are you? Coolio, you know. <laughs> how was your day? Fine. You know. Uh what do you want for dinner? Mm. You know, it's that I, it can be really dry and flat sometimes. And this is not you on a regular basis. You know, we've had moments where that has been your general disposition. That's not something we're presently dealing with. Mm. But in those moments that I receive that, your phone could ring. And it's, it's <laughs> it, it could be my best friend. You'd be like, hey, Chris Cross. <sighs> like, and <laughs> And for me, you know, we both work very hard and we funnel into our children and we funnel into our passions and we funnel into life. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes because we do so much and so much time and energy goes into work and parenting, that doesn't leave social time. Sometimes you are my only social time. And I don't expect you to front on a regular basis, but just as you know that I love getting massages, that may not be what you want as a gift, but you'll do it for me because you know it's a gift for me and it's going to make my day better. Sometimes I want you to give me the gift of making my day better with your love, with your person, with your charisma. And I get it. It's it's somewhat unfair, kind of, sort of, maybe, but I think that there are sacrifices that you make in a relationship for your partner. And so if there's things that you want sometimes that maybe, you know, I know I'm not in that space right now, but I know it's going to be a gift for you and it's going to make your day better, I'll pull up. Mm -hmm. So that's that's that idea that you're pulling up for your partner. Yeah. Hmm. So what 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 happens in the in like the extreme case? Like what if someone is just in a place and now they're faking it for days, well, weeks, I months don't, at a time? I, I don't champion that. I I you know, if you're in a space for weeks, months, what is the issue? How can we address it? What can we do together to make that better? It's not just like, oh, I'm tired from work, I'm tired from work, I'm tired from work. It's like, are you depressed at work? Do you not like work? Like, yeah. what? what is that? That's different. Yeah. But if you just, if you're at work and you're fine and you're just like, eh, 
I'm straight. We good. We together. You know, <laughs> she's straight. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, that's not how that works. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it. You know, relationships are about sacrifice. Uh, that that particular topic has always been like a tricky one for me because at the root of it, I feel like it's a lie. For me, it's not sacrifice. For me, it's loving. You know, if I know that Shiloh loves to go to the park and I'm dog tired, but it's going to make her happy, I'm going to take her to the park. And for me, I don't look at it as, as a sacrifice because I have so much joy in making her happy. Yeah, I get but, so but much joy speaking, from making you happy. But we're speaking directly to the to what the clip is saying. In the clip, they're talking about Act that, for me. That same, yeah, essentially yeah, act, act for, for me. me. Yeah. yeah. You know? Right. And so sometimes it's like if you know that a conversation with some energy behind it is going to make me happy, why look at it as a sacrifice? Why not look at it as I love her and I know she misses me and I'm going to give myself to her because that's something that I've honored to do. That's something that I've vowed to do, something that I want to do. Well, you know, we have different ideas of what sacrifice is. You 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 give sacrifice a negative connotation. I do, absolutely. And I don't. Sacrifice is is just the name of the game with anything that you do. It's giving up. It's giving up. But you have to. But it's not a give up for me. So I'm I, my perspective is positive. It's not that I'm giving up for him. It's no, I am loving him. That makes me happy. So, so if someone says to you, okay, all right, put it like even let's 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 segue into not even segue, let's just reel in another topic that we had in mind, okay. right? Uh, just let's just talk about having children. Okay. When you have children, mm -hmm. you sacrifice a lot. You do. That's not negative. That's not a negative thing to say, I'm sacrificing my time. I'm sacrificing my life. I'm sacrificing certain things in order to, to raise my kids, in order to put them in the best situations, et cetera. That's not, like, I, I, don't, just, I don't think I, it's a global statement to say sacrifice is negative. Sacrifice is necessary. Yes, I agree. You know, some semantics are just tricky for me. Um, sacrifice is tricky. Selfish is tricky for me. And yeah, and I say the same thing because selfish isn't negative. It, it's not, but the overall connotation of selfish is negative. But it's it's an incorrect one. That's my point. But I have a hard. If Gen Pop is saying selfish is negative, then that's generally how I'm going to receive it. But why? Because it has. You literally told me yesterday that you're not Jim Pop. I'm not Jim Pop. So why compare yourself? I don't know. Sometimes I do. Because <laughs> <laughs> <So>, like, <laughs> even like with being selfish, like you have to be selfish in life. You have to be selfish. Yeah. I don't know. So it's like you know, but I, but that's that's why we're here. That's why I don't here. I don't think I know it all, but there are some things that I feel like I'm in your life to help to change the narrative. Yeah, but I just feel like you use negative words. Like if I say 
honey, why are you, why are you saying something that's negative? You'd be like, complain. Like, I'm not complaining. I'm asking a question. Like you call things complaints instead of pointing something out. Complaint is a negative thing and I'm not doing anything negative. I'm bringing something to your attention. Let's, let's stick on selfish and <laughs> sacrifice before we get all over the place and we turn this into what it ain't. <laughs> this ain't couples therapy. Like You just said it was. No, I didn't. I know. Um, but yeah, that's, I feel as though words are words and words matter. And we have been conditioned to believe that certain words mean certain things or have a, this, this truth to them. But that's, that's not the case. Like selfish isn't bad. Sacrifice isn't bad. I think they're both necessary. Okay. You know? Like, do you do you like kind of feel that way a little bit, or are you still just like, nah, it's negative, it's bad. Uh, I feel it could go either way. Exactly, it could go either way. And so, I agree. So, at times, I I am sensitive to those words. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And I think we've been, um, I think with with you kind of leading with that idea that certain things are negative versus me leading with they could go either way. I think that can cause a bit of a, a back and forth. Mm. Okay. Because me, I'm about context. You've been about, no, this is what that word means, regardless of how it's used. At times, no, because when you gave your example, I didn't say it was a negative thing. No, I'm just, I'm talking about just history. Yeah. And just, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. But um, what were we talking? About? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we were talking about putting on and talking and about putting on kinda... Nikki Giovanni's clip. Um, okay. Yeah. So, as a parent, mm -hmm. and talking about selfishness and sacrifice, mm -hmm. do you feel like you've had to sacrifice a lot to parent? Yeah. Yeah. But that's what you sign up for. Yeah. You sacrifice time, you sacrifice energy, you sacrifice a whole lot of money. Oh god. You sacrifice. Sure. You you know, you sacrifice even parts of yourself. Like but and I I, I think that's what people don't quite understand when they sign up for parenthood. Mm. Like for those who really care. You know, because some people just do it and, and move on and, you know, have kids around. But, um, yeah, there there will be sacrifices made and opportunity costs. And what parts of yourself do you feel like you sacrificed? Um, I would say probably more so dealing with, like, the old version of me. Oh, that's good. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like you, it's you know you you can't be the same person. Yeah, you're two And you can't can't do the same things. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate. It. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. That's that's the main thing. So like, there's a a level of freedom that you have to relinquish because you can't just up and do. And is that just with parenting or is that within our relationship or is that? Yeah, that too. Okay. 
Anytime I spell any <laughs> clean any, it up. Anytime clean you up. make a commitment to anyone or anything outside of yourself, mm. then you you are going to sacrifice parts of yourself. And really like the freedom aspect is probably the main thing, you know, that you have to adjust, rather, I should say. You know, because you got to be mindful now. Can't yeah. just be like, all right, I'm going to the gym. And you know, you got the Look kids. at you how that you turned that into the gym. That was good. That was good. <laughs> Versus what? That was good. Nothing. <laughs> We're moving right along. You know. Good. Um, and then even with uh, you know, I know a lot of people may be watching this who either are um passionate in their career professionally, you mm -hmm. know, nine to five, which mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. Quick side note. Ladies and gentlemen, there is nothing wrong with having a nine to five job. I know today the buzzword is entrepreneurship. Trust me, there is nothing wrong with having a job as long as you're happy and that's what you actually want to pursue by all means, please continue to go for it. But if you want to be an entrepreneur, then you have to be prepared for what comes with that, especially if you are uh, creating a family or building your family. Because um, single entrepreneurship is hard in itself. And then when you add some little ones to the mix, Ooh, yeah, uh, you are going to have opportunity costs. You know, like even with you, you couldn't, I'm not gonna say you couldn't. There are some opportunities that you passed up because you didn't want to either leave the kids Absolutely. or Ivy or Shy too young, et cetera. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And then I wouldn't change it. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't change those things. Um, and there will be a time. There is a time. Now is really a time where I'm ready to do certain things work-wise where I know that I can say mommy will be right back and they understand. So, you know, it's, it's possible. And those opportunities missed were not because our children are everything to me. Mm -hmm. They're the lights in my life mm -hmm. and, and I'm good. And I, I'm excited about being able to do everything again. Right. Yeah. And feel like you're kind of entering into that right now. Right? Yeah. So what would be how do you how do you envision that balance looking like between work life pursuits? Because there is there there is work life and then there's also <clears throat> separate pursuits that take developing and things Correct. of that nature. And then, you know, uh relationship and you being a mother. Like, what does that balance look like? Like, have you found it or do you see it being a certain way that you're kind of cultivating right now? I haven't found it yet. I still feel like everything is still suffering a little bit, mm. honestly, but I'm on the precipice of finding it. And maybe it's not true balance, but it's a place that I'm more comfortable in. So knowing that our kids are about to go back to school, so we'll have certain hours of the day available, knowing that we have our date night now, which he's carved <laughs> out for us on Saturdays, knowing, 
that um, Sunday's our family day. Mm. You know, that gives me an idea of a schedule. And when I have a schedule and a, more of a timeline, because I'm, well, I think we discussed this last time, I'm a fairly structured person. Mm -hmm. I feel more at ease with taking on different things because I know where they can fit. Mm -hmm. I have a better idea of where they can fit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So structure, structure, structure. Yeah. For me. And, you know, some sometimes we got to riff, we got to improvise, and, and I can do that too, mm -hmm. but it's not the most comfortable place with kids, right? But do you think that, do you think that looking for, um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you're looking for the right time. <clears throat> and do you think that the right time is, is phallus and, like, you're not ever going to have the right time? The right you, time for what? Like to to do all the things that you want to do. No. And have that structure and things. No, I feel like the time is now. And I feel like, you know, if you need to create space, you create space. Mm -hmm. And if your plate overrunneth, you take some things off. I mean, that's what I'm learning. I don't want to turn things down and, and stop working towards things. But I know if I'm feeling like... Uh, I'm unable to really do the things that I want to do or do them well enough. I'm going to just take some things off. And if I have more space, I can put some things back on. Mm. You know, okay. I don't. It, and timing's funny. You know, is it ever the right time? Never. Right. That's, that's, <laughs> like, that's why I was. That's why I was asking. Because yeah. I was I was I had that like right there. Yeah. The like it's yeah. never a right time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just don't want it that to be the case for you to where you're like feeling like okay uh now's the right time because i don't think that would ever happen well you know you said we're extremes right at times mm -hmm. and so you work until like three in the morning mm -hmm. sometimes right and sometimes till four till five mm -hmm. how do you do this how does that even make sense in your life? Like how I can't function like that. I I, I think you can. No, I can't. I've no, I've I've tried before. I think no, 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 no. But you but you have. And I was depressed and I was miserable and I was not functioning. My brain was not operating. I no, I I I can't. I can't. I don't do it. I don't function like See, that. I, I, I require I, just don't believe in that I, I require recovery. I'm very high energy, like all day. Yeah. And so I'm done. I don't coast and chill the way you do. <laughs> like I'm like bang, 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 bang. What's next? What's next? What's next? And then lights out, done, and then I can do it again. I don't mm -hmm. have really that. It's not that I don't have it, but I don't operate on a cruise. I don't have, I don't operate in that cruise control. And I feel like you kind of do more so. And it's also part of what balances us. But I'm just curious as to how you do all of the things that you do. Like you pod for your own self. You pod with Blake. You I do pod with Blake. You pod with Blake. <laughs> like you have clients on retainer. You film, you edit, you mix, you parent. You drop mm -hmm. the kids off. You mm -hmm. pick them up. Mm -hmm. You cook sometimes. Mm -hmm. Oh, I guess I suffer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. 
That's why this date night on Saturday is so exciting. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. I just answered my own question. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I even carve out, I feel like, and I've, I've even felt like I've carved too much time out during the week. We've, had, we've recently had that conversation where I've been like, I feel like we're spending too much time. Like, not in a bad way, but it's just like, like chilling too much. What was that, like a week ago when I said that? No, two weeks ago. Something like that? Yeah. Um, because, like, I can I can sacrifice, like, what I need to for my personal self. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the greater good and the greater goal in mind because it's bigger than me. That's why I tell anybody, if if they are looking to do anything in life, make sure it's bigger than you because that's the only way you'll be able to get through it. Um, because looking at when I'm super tired in the morning because I've been up all night, but I know I got to take the girls to school, you know, that that pushes me through that morning and then by the time we get back home I'm up and I feel like right now isn't the time to chill it's not so I'm like okay what needs to be done and all of the greats that I study and uh and that I'm inspired by they go hard until they don't have to anymore and that's that's what I keep in the back of my mind. It's not time to chill, you know. I I disguise watching TV sometimes as studying, which is kind of true. It is. It is. We have to. Yeah, but you know, I might I might kind of drag it out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I might binge way more than I probably should have on certain stuff. Um, but yeah, but other than that, it's like okay, what am I doing? I can't I can't sit on the couch for four hours every night. Uh, when no. stuff has to be done, but a lot of people do. That's like that's a lot of people's day to day. If you if you can, sure. Yeah, but not. But with what I'm looking to do, yeah, not and possible. what we're looking to do, impossible. Mm. I would be lying to myself if I said it was possible. And then you, you did, you said it. You are the one who kind of gets sacrificed. Uh, because unfortunately, history shows that the significant other is the one who is being thanked at the podium for like pushing through and being supportive with the psychopath. Because we got to be kind of crazy to have this huge vision. And what's in front of you does not, the math ain't math. I'm just going to say that the narrative can be changed. But how so? How so? The fact, are those the kids? I'll check the nest. Um, You making the time finally to put a date night in our books is a huge deal. That changes everything. I actually don't require that much, but for you to be able to be present, if we are having dinner, put your phone down, that goes a long way. And I think that embracing that fully is an excuse. You can put it down. 
for 30 minutes. Yeah. You can put it yeah. down. That's that's small. That's yeah, a, yeah, and small things go a long way. So it's when you take away, when you stop putting in those little efforts that the relationship really suffers. Because it doesn't require a lot to give a, a real good hug, sit down, and just chat a little bit. Yeah. And there, I'm going to speak from like, and I know if I feel this way, I, I can't be the only person in the world who feels this way. There is some guilt that is felt from time to time uh, when you're in a relationship with someone and you know that, you know, you, you just grind, 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 and you may not be able to spend as much time as, uh, spend as much time as you would like. Like, cause like people care, like I care, men do care, you know? So even though we, we, we feel as though we have to go and get to it and, and do these things that we have to do, uh, we still have the relationship, not even in the back of our minds, like we know, and we would like to, but then it's like, but we may not be able to do it how we want to do it right now. But that's why we're working in order to get to that day. And that's comprehended. It is. Hmm. Early on, you was like, where you at? Why are you working so much? When? I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> years well, years. we had a dramatic shift, right? Because we went to, when we were together, we would just be 48, 72 hours yeah. just yeah. underneath each other. And then... You know, you moved and... And I told you that was going to happen. You did. You I did say that was going to happen. Yeah. So thank God, because we wouldn't be here today. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's only natural. It's only natural. And I don't know what that is. So so what we're speaking to is when I was in Houston and we was doing like the long distance dating, because she doesn't count our relationship until like we got married. Um, but when we were doing our long distance situationship before I moved, uh, we would talk for hours and hours and hours, like eight hours at a time, 10 hours, falling asleep on the phone, like, <laughs> like middle school, high school stuff. Uh, and I always told her, I said, if, if I lived in LA or if we lived in the same city, we would not talk this much. No, we wouldn't have. It was really sweet. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what that is. I don't know if if it's, it's the like the beginning. I know that, but but do you think there's like a a sense of like kind of making up for the fact that we aren't able to touch each other, so we just make up for it with our time? I also think we were getting to know each other. I there was so much I wanted to know about you. And I think maybe same for you. Yeah, but I still I still feel like, because even, let's say we, we were still in the beginning stages, mm -hmm. but in proximity, as you would like to say, <laughs> we still wouldn't be talking for eight, nine hours. That's true. We were like, That's true. talk a little bit, watch a movie, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, I, I think that's what that is, like making up for the fact that we aren't close. So this is as close and as good as it's going to yeah. get. You gotta squeeze all the life out. It was out a of combo. Me. I used to take naps and then, because you're such a night owl, so you'd go to the studio, I'd take a nap, and then I'd speak to you 
during my bedtime hours. <laughs> and then I would I would leave Jono. Shout out to Jono, young Wino. I would leave Jono in the studio when you call. We'd be in the middle of recording a song, and you'll call. I'd be right back, bro. Three hours later, still on the phone. And Blake too. Blake would pull up to hang out, spend some time, play uh-huh. some game, yeah. drink, talk. Hold on, bro. I'll be right back. And now, who do you do that with? Who do I do what with? Leave me for three hours <laughs> to be on the phone with. Exactly. <laughs> this is your disease. This is your disease. I just learned this. When you're not in proximity, you are a chatty Kathy. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, good. Nah, not really. It's yeah. just that one person. It's just Blake. Blake, the <laughs> all, only all it person. takes is one. <laughs> I was just one I person. Guess, I am I just so. one person. Yeah, anyway. that's true. But um, what you got? Oh, um, Kanye. What about Kanye? Remember, you brought Kanye up this morning about how he was going off, and like the whole. That's, you know what? Let's just. I'm gonna just say this. To talk about Kanye. Real quick, real quick before we go, because it's because I think it's important. Kanye, Kim K, their children. What do you think about their dynamic? I think it's so difficult. I think it's so, so, so difficult for those children. And how, and how so? Because they have no privacy and no peace. Everything's right there at their fingertips, at their friends' fingertips. It's unfortunate. It's really sad to me. So you it's think that the fact that they're just public figures is the sad part? I don't think there's anything wrong with being a public figure, but I think it becomes very hard when a child's innocence is compromised because their parents can't keep their shit together. Mm. You know, those kids have to deal with whatever trauma is publicly being shown. Mm-hmm. It's not fair. It's not fair to them. It's immature on the parents' behalf, you know. We protect our kids. We do. We pr- protect them from a lot. Mm. This world is crazy. And, you know, you can speak to that. We do our best, don't we, mm-hmm. to make sure that they're safe and that they're not overly exposed to things and that what they're learning in school or from their friends that they're surrounded by is appropriate. Mm-hmm. And what they're watching and what they're consuming is educational and inspiring and positive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to ever see parents battling publicly um, in such a way. So it's Kim's fault. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I said. <laughs> that's what I said. But like, I mean, what do you think? What do you, I think that um, I think it sucks because, like you said, like I agree with everything that you just said. Uh, but I also feel that Kanye, and this isn't to like take anything away from Kim. <clears throat> I feel as though Kanye is in a tough position uh, because, like, let's just say hypothetically speaking. He's not a lunatic, but there's a narrative that's being painted and certain things are being said about him 
and he has to defend himself. But do you? This is the world we live in today. You this, do. You live in a world where people are going to say whatever they want to say about you. You <clears> live in a world where people create their own truths. And what are you going to do? You're going to fight off every Karen and 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 every person who gets on a blog and says something about you. I mean, you at some point there's more power in removing yourself. Yes. However, I feel as though when you're at a certain level, you can only take so much. Like I would, I would be, I would be hard pressed to believe that if, if there were blogs and like Shade Room and Hollywood Unlocked and all these people, even TMZ or anybody reporting that you used to be a stripper and all sort of other stuff that you had like no parts in, I don't think you would just be silent about that. I I, I know you wouldn't be silent about that, even now. And think about them. Like, and I'm I just talking about that. their stature I, and- I understand that. Cause there's guess, money involved with that too and business and brand and defamation. Yes, I think the hard thing is Humans are reactive, can be very reactive. And when you are on such a pedestal, when you have such a platform to control your emotions and be more logical about things, unfortunately, is maybe the best route, right? So instead of being reactive, I mean, look look how Will Smith and Chris Rock have handled this whole situation from the Academy Awards. Yeah, but Will came out and and put out together a whole Af right. He didn't respond, react immediately. He took his time, he did his work, and he came out very intelligently. And Chris, same thing. He's not he is not he's I don't I do we know what's happening with Chris? I mean, he says something about it once a week. <laughs> oh, when when he's at uh, least. when he's out. When he's, yeah, when he's performing or when he's coming up on stage with somebody else, he'll crack a joke. Right. But it's not, you know, you know what I'm saying. It's very intelligent. But but in, in Chris Rock's case. Yeah. He has nothing to defend. But Kanye is defending. And and I'm not taking any sides. I'm just, it's just conversation here, people. Uh but if you, that's why I said, I feel like if people were defaming your character, which is your name, which is your brand, because yay is a brand. Yeah. I don't think you'll just sit back and be like, nah. You can come back and do it differently. So you don't like, so you don't like his approach. You don't like the tweets. Yeah, that's what I said. I, I think it's very reactive. So what should he do? He should get like four cameras like Will Smith, sit down with microphones. He doesn't have to get four cameras, but I think that there's a way to articulate your, yourself where you're not spewing hate. I think there's When did a, he spew hate? Did you see the texts? I didn't see the text. I saw a tweet or something Okay, like that. so do your research. You got to read the texts. What was the text? It's talking text about on? baby mama, talking about, you know, talking about what you can do with black kids and you know it's just it's ugly what you can 
I, I, I yeah, you need to you need to do yeah. your Google. But you ain't we, you ain't giving up much. What you need, what quote unquote, what you need to do I'm with a, black kids? Because I did, I was not prepared. Like I need to know the format of this. So how does this go? You're gonna we're gonna like sit down and decide what we're gonna talk about and do no, a little research because I don't have the I don't have and that's fine. I don't have we the don't receipts. Have I need the receipts so I can read it properly. But you know, it's talking about parenting styles. It's talking about what you can do with black kids, where you can send them to school, and they're not going to do this, and it's it's ugly. But what's negative about that, though? If it's if it's coming from if it's coming from a perspective of a black man in America, what's negative about him possibly? Like I said, I gotta read it, but based on what you're saying, well, it sounds like it, up it sounds I don't like he's have just a, a fluff conversation. It sounds about like he's it. just shedding light. On the black experience, then talk about the black experience. Don't come, don't come for. No, you don't, don't have, come you for don't the. To, you don't have to come for the grandmother and and the mother. You don't have to do that. You can talk about, you can talk about what you would like to see, without throwing your children's mother under the bus, or vice versa. You don't have to do that. If I have a problem with you and what you're doing parenting-wise, I'm going to have that conversation with you. Shiloh does not need to know that. Avi does not need to know that. I'm not going to talk about your ignorance <clears throat> to my children directly or to people who would say that back to my kids. And I respect that, but I think once you're in that that public light... So I, I look at it like this. if If something... Whatever happens in public okay, has to be responded to publicly. Otherwise, whatever has been put out will just remain. Like once once side A says something publicly, unless you want, if you don't want that to change, if you if you don't want that narrative to be different, then you you keep the conversation private. Have, Otherwise, you address it. Have you read about Kim Kardashian ever saying anything negative about Kanye? Right. So that's it. I'll stop right there. Respect. Regardless of what you're going through. But what did he say about Kim? Oh my gosh. He's she's he's talked about her. He's talked about her partner. He's come on. Yeah, he's talked about yeah, he's Pete. Done a, yeah. It's disrespectful. No, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not, I'm not saying whatever he's doing. Is right. I'm not saying that his his um what everything he was doing regarding Pete Davidson was right. I think a lot of it was was wag, it was corny or whatever. All I'm saying is that there are times where you have to defend yourself. And I, I could see him defending himself, especially with with um the narrative of him being crazy and meds and etc. For me, it's not a defense, it's an attack. But anyhow. You are the father of our children, and I respect you, and I will continue to respect you. And my kids, our kids, will know nothing but my respect for you, regardless of what's happening. You are who they look up to. You are who they admire. You are who they love. And I'm not going to ever tarnish that, ever. 
We can feel however we feel, but as a mother, a mother who loves my children and values that they have you as a father, I'm not going to do that. And that's where it stops for me. I love Kanye. He's a freaking genius. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. He is. Yeah. Music, fat, like, come on, everything. I love everything that he does, that he creates. But the mess, let's do without it. You can say your piece differently without hurting the people who love you the most. Agreed. Cool. Glad we agreed on that. And how? Look, my nail fell off. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my nail. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> 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 um, on that note, I think this would be a good time to um part ways until the next episode. Uh this felt good. How do you feel about this one? I feel like this is gonna be fun. Uh-huh. Get and, in a groove. You know, figure out a format, topics. What topics? Why? Hot hot topics? We could do little segments, you, you know? Be, we can like segment. You know I'm a planner. That's be what I'm saying. So I want to be all you, the time. But it doesn't have to be like do 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 do, but it's like, you know, are we going to talk about current events? Are we going to have a little current events moment and then have a little like mama dada's corner and you, then You want to turn this into the breakfast club. I don't <laughs> Not rumor I, report. Unfortunately, Vivian. I don't I don't listen to the breakfast club so i don't know oh, i'm sorry i don't i apologize to y'all i'm sorry behalf. but i respect on it you you've you've sent me clips it's just you know time is limited so when i have time i listen to colbert trevor and i listen noah. to trevor noah yes yeah your crush <laughs> uh, no. you blushing no i think you're funny I who's should. your who's your crush now is it still thor I don't have a crush. No. Oh, the ring just kicked everybody off the boat? I don't know. I'm just, I'm in the zone. I'm locked in. Okay. I'm Welcome. I'm locked in. Welcome. Okay. Okay. Welcome. Okay. Yeah. Don't lie to the people. <laughs> Welcome. Don't lie to the people. I All can right. say welcome. We got to get the littles. Come on. Okay. Let's go do it. Uh, Beautiful people. Thank you again. We can't express our appreciation enough. That's what I was looking for. Uh, it's been another episode of the Will the World podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, share. Oh, I keep forgetting to say this. Look, make sure y'all, if y'all have any questions, comments, concerns, whatever, leave a comment, share it with us, and then the next episode, we'll address them like specifically. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, keep, I keep forgetting that. I mean, but you know, we're working out the kinks. Okay, cool. Where the World Podcast, Justin Durrell, Vivian Nixon, Vivian Nixon Williams. Williams, coming to you live, oh, signing off. Coming live. to you live. <laughs> I'm spitting all on the table. Peace and love. Peace and love. Emotions got me feeling like I just might be human after all. 
guard energy on my spirit been bouncing off the wall living in my purpose got me popping like an adderall the only pill i use on the daily the one that drake gave me guess the doctor still found her way to give prescriptions to a co-founder will the world about to be a household name in the hearts of a million thousand people who seeking to feel love when nobody around them it's all good let's round them up on the daily basis tell them the other side of that tunnel is freaking amazing so that dark road you walking that's full of the snakes and dogs on the loose gonna be the proof that our god is the greatest and here you are in god's image so what they make you <laughs> that make you royalty only god's love is real loyalty i'm happy with my father that's the boy in me i gotta be childlike with imagination because every day that passes with no action it's procrastination devastation the devil deeds to lead to the land of the moderation fuck that i can't fuck with satan and all that satiation michael jeffrey jordan inspired me like the jeffersons i'm building in the land of florence and normandy normally i answer to people who want more of me unanswered text messages like 403 she most of it ain't nothing but some sports banter naming stats from lbj to ennis canter i can't go back to the life of the playboy mansion god's calling on my life got me grateful i answered hello